Chantelitebe and welcome to Make It Make Sense Mondays. I am here with Mr. Legend himself. Mm-hmm. Say hello, babes. Hey, good people. I see it's uh, is it Monday today. It's Monday, babe. Oh, wow. Okay. How are you feeling on your Monday? I'm uh, feeling uh, quite good. Um, not a blue Monday, but uh, it's, a, it's a good Monday nonetheless. Is it? Yeah. M- Milo. Oh. Milo made me tired. <laughs> <laughs> Milo. It's, Shame. it's Milo making make sense Mondays. Oh what? My goodness. Milo is oh man, Milo is crazy today. But I'm so thankful for this new edition. By the way, Milo is our dog. He's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So Today we're talking about. I have for a long time said to people, and I and I and I believe it. You know that you should tell your elders um, that you're dating your spouse. I'm not your spouse. My bad. <laughs> that you're dating somebody, right? Mm-hmm. But lately, I'm like, hmm, is that really like important? Should you tell the elders that you are dating? somebody whether it's in the church or outside like why should wait let's start with that should you do what do you think do you think a young couple should tell the elders that they are dating yeah i think it's a good place to start mm-hmm. um you know if we look um um in uh, in, in in the bible um, we, we get taught a lot about uh, if we look through the Old Testament, New Testament we get taught a lot about accountability you yeah. know, um, looking out for one another and the like, um, and I think as believers that's something that we should actually cherish mm. um, you know, the more wise and godly people we have around us um, the better we are to be accountable um, the more we have wisdom and the like, um, and so yeah I think uh, it's, a, it's a good thing um, if I were to just think of uh, you know just a scripture in this in Titus two for example where um, you know Paul is essentially telling Titus about just how um, old men and old women are to look uh, upon the the, the the younger generation and the like you know mm. helping them in various aspects of life yeah. and I think that's also applicable to young people people that are, are preparing themselves to get married you know in that in that phase of life yeah I think it's very good for them to surround themselves with such godly wisdom mm. people that they can trust but people that are also godly and are rooted rooted in the faith sure yeah. I would totally agree with that and I would also mm. say then you know how when we ha- we are two different cultures, right? Yeah. You are Sitwana, I am yeah. colored. When we were dating or mm-hmm. when you were, let's say, pursuing me, mm. it was okay for me to tell my parents that, you know, if I didn't say that you were my boyfriend at the time. I was just like a friend, right? Mm-hmm. Because we weren't technically dating. And then for you, you couldn't necessarily bring me to your family mm-hmm. until we were like serious and engaged yeah. because that was like out of respect for your family and their wishes right because yeah. they yeah. didn't just want you to bring anybody mm-hmm. so i think also that like the reason why the question is there should you go to the elders is for the context like what if i also couldn't just bring you to my parents when we were dating and say hey or or when you were trying to get to know me, like, hey, there's a guy that's trying to get to know me. Mm-hmm. Because we need wisdom. You know, we mm-hmm. need to know how to navigate 
through the dating and getting to knows and knowing somebody's character, what you want out of the relationship and stuff like that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I would also then question then. So I, I, with that being said, then what is the role, what is the biblical role of the the elder? Mm-hmm. What's the job of an elder? Yeah. I think that's, a, that's also quite a good question, especially when it comes to things such as dating and the like. And, uh, you know, we can be so blessed and so thankful that, uh, you know, um, God didn't just leave us out there wondering, you know, um, what is the role that these people are supposed to play in our lives? Yeah. And how about how are they holding us accountable? And I just want to read from a section, you know, since we're talking about Titus, you know, I uh, just want to flip over to that book and um, and we can uh, just uh, uh, go through that and just see, you know. Yeah. Um, this is Paul again. <clears throat> um you know, just uh, just again writing, uh, writing this word uh, to Titus. Um, and uh, he says here in verses 5, in chapter 1 of verses 5, he says, This is why I left you in Crete, um, so that you might put what remained, uh, or rather so that you might put what remained into order and appoint elders in every town as I directed you. If anyone is above reproach, the husband of one wife and his children are believers and not open to discharge or not, not open to the charge of debauchery or insubordination. Um, for an overseer as God's steward must be above reproach. He must not be arrogant or quick tempered or a drunkard, or violent, or greedy for gain, but hospitable, a lover of good, self-controlled, upright, holy discipline. He must hold firm to the trustworthy word as taught. Why? So that he may be able to give instruction Mm -hmm. and sound doctrine and also rebuke those who contradict it. You know, so... This is essentially the job of the elder. You know, first of all, you must be a person, a man that's above reproach, obviously not a young believer and the like mm. um, in the faith. Otherwise, he might uh, just uh, be puffed up and the like. Um, mm. But we see just there towards the end, you know, why he needs to be all of these things. And it just helps, you know, with the word that he's uh, essentially uh, taking out, you know, or rather spreading to the church. It says there again, or to the people out there, it says, hold firm to the trustworthy as taught so that he may be able to give instruction and sound doctrine and also rebuke those who contradicted. This is all the job of the elders, essentially. <clears throat> and this is their primary role. It is to essentially be able to teach the word of God, be able to teach it as it is in the word of God um, and as, as intended um, to the people. And not just for head knowledge, but so that people grow. Um, mm. You realize all these other characters just build up to this one character, well, one, not to be a stumbling block, but two, you know, also to help facilitate this uh, spreading of the word. He's a person mm-hmm. that's more, um, you can, you, you get a sense that he's a mature man. Mm-hmm. He's a man that is, that, uh, that, that God has blessed with being able to be, uh, for lack of a better word, um, you know, uh, be able to um, understand people and, 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 and be able to, uh, has good communication skills and the like, you know, mm-hmm. but more to, towards, you know, being hospitable, mm-hmm. being trustworthy, being um, that man that is above, above reproach. Um, mm-hmm. And all this is essentially to, to teach the young believer, or to teach a, the believer essentially um, to uphold the truth. Um, as we look and as we seek, 
um, to obey our Savior more and more. And as we seek to do this, because we love Him, because we want to be like Him, you mm-hmm. know. Um, yeah, it's 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 just one of those things that uh, that the elder, or rather, that's one of the primary, that's a primary role that the elder is meant to play um, in the church, sure. give guidance, um, and uh, in the setting as well, yeah. in the setting of uh, young people that are about to get married or dating um, and uh, preparing themselves for such, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then I guess the next question would be then, would it be, do you think it's important that you go to an elder who might understand your cultural background to help give you wisdom? Like I, mm. the reason why I'm asking that is we in South Africa, we have multiple different cultures and customs and of how dating or the procedure of courting goes right so do you think it's important to go to somebody that is from the same cultural background to help you navigate through dating Hmm. I think, yeah, I think there's wisdom in that, definitely. Mm. But, um, you know, like I said, as, as we read through the scripture and we saw that, yeah. yeah, there is wisdom, there is some some merit in it. But the primary role, and this is why you don't get um, exceptions in, uh, in how it is stated there, the primary role of the elder is essentially to deliver the doctrine as it is, as taught, yeah. you know? And uh, the Word of God is like that. The Word of God um, throughout the ages has, has it's, it's never changed. It has never changed, you know? Its primary objective and its primary message has always been the same. And I think... Um, that's 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 where sh- our vantage point should come from, yes. and then how you deal with all the other nitty gritties and all of that kind of stuff. I guess there would be there would be some wisdom and there would be some um, or qualifications to to speaking to someone that is more um, uh, au fait with your culture and and the background and the like. But that does not necessarily mean that you disqualify everyone um, out completely, you know? Yeah, um, I would agree with yeah, that. Yeah, because uh, essentially at the end of the day, we're supposed to point each other to the Word of God. Yeah. It's just that culturally, maybe there might be certain things that the, the other person might miss and the like. Mm. And um, yeah, that's that's why it's, it's also very important that you... Um, you know, speak to people. Uh, most of the time, I'd say people that know you, people that mm. are godly, people that are um, married. In the sense, you know, mm. that will be better at guiding you in the in these things. Yeah. So, you know, mm. I definitely would agree with you. Like, at the end of the day, um, we wanna we wanna be doers of the word of God. Mm-hmm. But obviously, there's some things culturally that we might not fully understand so that's when like you know for me for example with my my background and yours it was helpful when someone sort of helped me to say like no it's culturally he's being respectful to his elders by not bringing you to his his home it's not a shameful Thing, it's a way of honoring, you know, mm. or, um, you know, the labola process, you know, you know, your uncles had to come and tell, us, like my parents, you know, that they, they, we have to sit down and do a labola ceremony. Like we didn't know necessarily what the labola ceremony was like all about, even though disclaimer, we didn't do it. Mm. <laughs> you know? mm. But those that's those wisdom, those kind of things about customs and stuff is helpful. But at the end of the day, we wanted to glorify God. 
Yeah. But now the question is, who else do you go to then? Yeah. And not that, like, if you don't, if you feel, I, I, I don't, I don't know if the right question should be if you feel that you can't go to your elders. But is the elder the only person that you can go to about your relationship? Because it feels kind of serious going to an elder sometimes, even though well, it should be taken seriously. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. It should <laughs> Yeah, I saw your face, you're like, woman. <laughs> yeah, it should actually, because, uh, yeah. yeah, and then that's, that's exactly how serious it should be taken. I think uh, there's definitely merit in at least uh, one or two of the elders in the church knowing um, what you, or rather, what your intentions are with a certain person. So that when you, when they see you with that person, they, 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 they also know that, and that's a one, mm-hmm. can hold you accountable that's the other as well as uh, you know can give you advice and wisdom and the like mm. um but i'd say um yeah, over and above that not besides that over and above that it, it's good to have godly couples in your in your life yeah. um you know um and uh yeah just surround yourself with with people that are godly yeah yeah that 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 should help well not that should help one but that should help you to you know, to to remain uh, spiritually objective, if yeah. there's such a Ooh. if there's such a mm. word, yeah. Um, to, <laughs> to yeah, uh, as 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 we pursue um, such things, yeah. Mm. Then, I, so I've always kind of wondered, like, how far do you go in sharing things with your elders or couples? Like, do you share how? You've, how long you text that night? Do you share like conversations you've had? You know, red flags that you or things you might doubt in the person that you are either being pursued by or pursuing. You know, what do you share with? Because that's also a tricky sort of part. You, it seems like you you tell the elders. You know, oh, I'm pursuing so and so, or so and so is pursuing me, right? But then, how do you do? You talk about some of the details. How how much do you share? Yeah, I'd, I'd say, and that's the purpose of uh, of uh, accountability. <sighs> to a to a large degree, there is nothing to hide. Actually, uh, to a large okay. degree, yes. Um, and I think uh, for for couples that are about to get married and the like, you know, um, there's a, obviously a whole host of other things that you can that you can. Um, that you or you might share in your marriage that might not necessarily be divulged before the the the, the marriage setting, but I, I believe you know there's nothing that one that you can hide from one another. But if the other person, if the other party divulges something to uh, to you and you feel um, you know you cannot handle it and the like, I think one of the one of the uh, best things to do is one obviously pray about it uh, mm-hmm. understand if it's scriptural um, uh, in the in the way in which you're addressing it or dealing with it but that's where elders and that's where um, godly couples come into play you mm-hmm. know sometimes we uh, uh, I look at my life you know and just look at just how God has uh, has worked in my life you know I, one of my favorite scriptures is in James 1 where God tells us to rejoice or James tells the church uh, uh, you know to rejoice um, uh, uh, when they face trials of various kinds, for they know that the testing of, of their faith produces steadfastness. Mm. But if uh, you know, you, you look at all of these things, and you look um, at the past five, ten years in your life, and you see exactly that. 
just how God has been building steadfastness in our lives and, and, and helping us grow and the like. And, and so even in this, in these things, it is like that. So many times we face situations where we think, oh, the world is going to cave in on me. The world is going to um, mm-hmm. fall in on me. Um, but you might find actually you're stressing about nothing kind mm-hmm. of thing, you know? And that's where it is uh, because so many times... I, I think even when people start dating, to some degree, you know, in our naivety, we think of certain things in a more perfect state, mm. um, in a more ideal state, yeah, where such a person um, doesn't even exist. <laughs> and, you know, kind of thing. And, 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 you know, having godly couples, it's just an example, but having godly couples around you will help you quench that very quickly. Oh, yeah. They'll help you understand, you know, what mercy, what grace, mm. what some of these things are. But again, also will help you um, deal with um, situations where you find that you um, cannot handle certain things um, in, in that relationship, you know, will help you either work through it or walk away. Or, or walk away. Yeah. Mm. And I think that's so important to, to be able to have conversations about is to know when to walk away and when to, yeah, like, and to realize that it's okay to have certain struggles you know, in maybe something that someone else has that has said to you that you necessarily like you can't necessarily handle it. Mm. And it's not to say that this person is less than or you are better than that person. Mm. You know, it's just to say it's not something that I think I can handle and that's okay. I think, you know, sometimes people stay in relationships for so long. Or they try to endure, 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 because it's like, no, I'm a Christian. I'm supposed to overlook. I'm supposed to this, like. But it's it's actually creating more damage, mm. you know. It's and so that's where wisdom from other people and their input and, like you said, when they know you, mm. they can also help you through this to make help you to to discern. Is it something that you can overlook? Maybe it's something within yourself where you are not recognizing how much you've been forgiven in Christ. But if it's something that's a real, real struggle and you tried, but now it's like this relationship is not working. There's some things that you guys need to work through individually in your relationship with the Lord, right? Mm. Yeah. So I guess then to sum up, would you say... Is it necessary to tell the elders about your relationship? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Go do it. Go do it, people. Go. <laughs> Deuces, peace out. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is definitely necessary. And older people, elder people, people who've been married or older Single people, wisdom, wisdom can definitely be given. But yeah, I would definitely agree. It's helpful when the elders know, then you're not dating scallopies, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're not dating like, hey, meet me, meet me after church. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, thank you so, so much for listening. Are you going to say bye, my lovey? Bye, people. Bye. And yeah, hope to see you next Monday. Okay, cool. Bye. It's my love.